Hi, I'm Matt Cotty. I'm a licensed clinical social worker, and I specialize in helping people take their lives back from common mental health challenges. I believe we all deserve and can achieve great mental health. And on this podcast, I'm going to share with you practical tools, strategies, and principles that will help you navigate the path to recovery and move towards becoming the best version of yourself. Welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Show. Hey there, and welcome to another episode. And today we want to talk about mental health and physical health recovery. And I want to really start a new series on talking about recovery and, and really, I think, debunking some myths that are out there and some common beliefs that I think prevent people from, from really reaching the level of mental health that they'd like to reach. So for those of you that don't know me, my name is Matt. Cotty and I am a licensed clinical social worker and the founder of Restored Minds. And this episode, you know, let's let's go ahead and start with the idea of physical health. Because I think we understand physical health, we can understand mental health. And I think one of the things we do that's terrible in uh, the US, the world maybe, is we divide the two and we say, hey, you know, um, physical health is this, mental health is this. If you have physical problems, you go here and mental health here. And we've kind of divided this whole structure. You know, you go to therapists or psychologists and you go to certain doctors. Now, now to be fair, like if you have a, uh, you know, a knee injury and you go to a knee specialist, like there's, you know, that's, that's appropriate. And the same thing with, with mental health. Um, but, but thinking that they don't somehow intersect and they aren't part of the same system is just not accurate, you know? Cause if you think about it, like, okay, well, if where, where do, you know, like, let, let's look at physical health. Most people, when you ask like, okay, like, let, let's just ask what physical health is, right? And it's like, we usually have our measurements and we kind of like, oh, you know, your height, weight, BMI, blood pressure, right? We measure our stuff. And if you're in a good range, you're healthy. And, you know, if you look at, um, you look at physical health, you say, well, how does someone achieve good physical health? And, you know, there may be, various things the person does, but diet, exercise, all that stuff, um, you know, is, is how the person kind of moves towards good physical health. And, and if you're at a point where you were really physical, physically unhealthy, we would all assume and, 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 you know, operate that you can get to a place where you are physically healthy. That is changeable. You are not stuck with poor physical health, right? It's just a matter of, it's going to take some work, right? And, you're gonna have to put in time and effort and you're gonna have to make changes. And with those changes is gonna come results of being more physically healthy. If you work out more and you eat better, this will help improve your physical health. And, and the thing is, is we don't think that with physical health, you don't just reach the status of being physically healthy and just stop. Like, oh, okay, you reached physical health, congratulations, now we just go and you don't, you don't have to worry about it ever again. It's like, no, it's something that you are constantly evaluating, constantly making, uh, you know, adjustments on and, and constantly maintaining. The thing is, is once you actually get to a place where you're physically, physically healthy, it's much easier to maintain that than it is to go from a place of being very physically unhealthy to very physically healthy in the same way with mental health, right? It's not that different. It's like, if you are mentally unhealthy, one, number one, that's absolutely doesn't mean that you can't become mentally healthy. 
I think that is like one of the biggest things that I want to challenge uh, you just to start this series is this idea that if you are struggling with your mental health, that that means you're going to struggle with it forever. It's not true. And it doesn't have to be true for you. It, it's like, if you decide to believe that, well, then it's really going to impact your ability to all sorts of various mental health challenges. So why can't you, you know, and, and so starting with that belief that it's like, Hey, you know, just because I've, I struggle or am struggling or, you know, had struggled with mental health does not mean that that is one who I am or that I, I have to continue to do that, that I can consciously make the decision to say, Hey, I want to become mentally healthy. I, and, and I mean, better, I want to become healthy, you know, from a mental, emotional, um, physical and spiritual aspect, right. You know, like really the four quadrants, but in this, in this, episode, we're just going to talk about mental health. So once you decide and, and really come to the conclusion that, Hey, look, if, even if you are struggling with your mental health or you have in the past that you can become mentally healthy, then, then they ask, then the matter is, is understanding, okay, well, how do you go about that? And to, to put it about as simply as I can, you know, when it comes to most mental health challenges, it's kind of like the three, three main things that I think could be at the, the kind of center of, of what mental health looks like. And, and the first is the idea of understanding yourself as something other than your thoughts and feelings. Now, I like to label this as the consciousness. Okay. And, you know, and, and you define it however you will, but consciousness is, you know, the observer, the impartial spectator, the witness, right? Um, however you want to, however you want to call it for yourself. But just that witness consciousness, meaning, meaning I am noticing my thoughts and I am noticing my feelings by, by understanding yourself as something other than that, other than your thoughts and feelings and understanding your identity, you actually have the ability to respond to your thoughts and feelings in ways that you can choose in ways that align with your values and the life that you want to create and the health that you want to have. See, most people, they don't see themselves as something other than their thoughts and feelings. So if their mind says something or they feel something, they just immediately react to that thing and therefore are kind of just their life is a product of whatever their mind created that day. And, and that's the same exact way as someone who in physical health, right, is just like, oh, well, I felt like eating the cookies, so I did. Now, now, we would look at that with physical health and we'd be like, well, yeah, dude, like you can't just, you can't just follow around every impulse you have, right? Every thought that you have, that's not like a healthy way to go about living your life physically, right? For, for most of us, we, we can kind of understand that. It's the same thing mentally, right? I mean, the same thing. It's just a matter of understanding that, you know, because your mind started trying to ruminate about this or this or this, or you wanted to analyze or you wanted to avoid or get reassurance or all the other compulsive behaviors. Um, you know, it's like, you can't, you can't just engage in compulsive behaviors because you want to, or, or just because it feels good in the same way you can't engage in unhealthy physical behaviors because it feels good or you want to, right? We understand that there's going to be a long-term repercussions of those. If you're, if you're mentally unhealthy, it's not an accident. It didn't just fall upon you, right? Chances are you've had habits that you've engaged in for a long time that ultimately culminated in that same way with being physically unhealthy. If you're, if you're, and, and again, this is not being critical, but if, if you're very physically unhealthy where it's like, you know, your BMI is like way out of proportion and, and all that, that doesn't just happen. 
You know, it, it's a it's a product of a series of of daily choices, right? That ultimately get you to that place. Now, oftentimes it's getting to that place that actually you know makes us problem aware that hey, we need to make some changes. And then from there, there's a there's a rework of adopting new habits, new behaviors, new strategies that will over time will get us to a new place. And and that's how physical and mental health, you know, really we can begin to look at it and how it works. So like I said, the first thing that we really want to look at is understanding ourselves as something other than our um, thoughts and feelings. Secondly, we want to move into removing all compulsive behaviors that we engage in or all safety behaviors. And this is anything we do to feel better instantly, to check or to reassure, to avoid, to control, right? All these behaviors that we engage in. And there are a lot, mental and physical. This is what leads to poor mental health. And and again, it might feel better temporarily, but again, if it makes you feel better temporarily, I would really put that to question as, as is, that a, is that a behavior? And only you can really answer that. Is that a compulsive behavior? Is it a safety behavior? Because in the same way that like, look, eating a cookie is not a bad thing. Cookies are great. I love cookies, right? Doing it every day? Doing it when I'm stressed? You know, the context, context matters. And this is why understanding your personal compulsions and safety behaviors is so important because you have, you have to see it and understand why you do something. You have to understand it from the right context. And then finally, you know, so along with understanding who you are as, as separate from thoughts and feelings, removing all the behaviors that you engage in, finally, there's um, there's being mindful and being present. And this is where most people who wrestle with their mental health really struggle is being mindful and present because our minds always often the present in the past or the future, analyzing, worrying, you know, trying to control. Right. And, and, and so like when you look at these three main categories, I mean, when you talk about just like where we want to start, you know, kind of moving towards with mental health, um, that that's where we want to start at least setting some kind of barometer or measuring stick for ourselves. Now, yeah, there's sure there's a ton of other stuff that I can talk about here, but I mean, it's really about keeping it quite simple, right? Just kind of like we do with physical. We don't like, there's tons of stuff we can talk about, but first we want to kind of get our like baseline barometers and, and then just kind of our baseline measurements and just baseline levels of what it means to be healthy. And, and once we understand the difference between physical and mental, or, or I mean, the similarities between physical and mental health, what you can begin to realize if you're struggling with your mental health, that was probably a culmination of, of the habits and behaviors you've had in the past that led you to this point. But that does not mean that you cannot start changing your habits and behaviors today that will lead you to a much better point in the future. It's the same with physical health. And understanding that parallel is important because if you're wrestling today, it doesn't mean it, like it, it, it might... It might be hard. It might be a hard pill to swallow to say like, well, this is just, you know, uh, that it was it, it, a lot of people like the idea that mental health is this random occurrence that happens. And I would make the argument that it's a practice. And if you don't like that, that's OK. You don't need to, to take everything I say with a grain of salt. Right. It's like it's not like by no means am I right about everything and I don't claim to be. But when we decide to really look at mental health as something that is within our capacity to improve, it, it also means it's in our capacity to, to regress in that category, just like physical health. 
And when we look at our physical health, it's something that we're responsible of. We can begin to look at our mental health as something we're responsible of. Or responsible for, I'm sorry. And, and the more and more we do that, the more we're going to start to look at what we're doing and on a day-to-day basis, that's going to get us to where we want to be. And so when it comes to recovery, I just wanted to share that kind of parallel with mental and physical health recovery, because with physical health, we often can see recovery and improving physical health, something very achievable for, for anyone. And I really believe it's the same for mental health. And, and so if we start to really move with that, though, then it becomes, okay, well, like, what do we want to start looking at doing, right? And that's why really practicing this idea of understanding consciousness, understanding what that even means for you, understanding yourself as something other than your thoughts and feelings. Um, and, and then therefore, now you have a choice of how you're going to react or respond to your thoughts and feelings and not, not engaging in um, behaviors compulsive behaviors or safety behaviors that are going to make these loops, right? Like the OCD loop or anxiety loop or addictive loops, right? You know, we're not going to get caught in these loops. And then, and then learning how to be more mindful and present. Thank you so much for watching that video. And so if you're struggling with OCD and anxiety, I just wanted to let you know that we have a free training for you um, over at Restored Minds where you can start learning how to use our AAA response um, to really break out of that that and and ultimately take back control of your life. And all you need to do to access is just click the link below and you'll be taken to a page where you can register today. Thank you so much. You know, whether it's OCD and anxiety or addiction or whatever we might be struggling with. So. Thank you so much for taking the time to hang out today. And I look forward to seeing you in the next part of the series where we're going to keep going on this path of what it means to recover and what recovery looks like. Thanks, guys, and I'll see you soon. Hi there, Matt Cotty here, and thank you for taking the time to hang out today. Now, real quick, if you are currently struggling and you're looking for help, please head over to restoredminds.com because we have different programs available to help you. And the good news is, is that for the most part, you can get started right away. And if you found this episode helpful, then we would really appreciate if you would take the time to leave us a review on iTunes as it would really help our show. You can also send us ideas for topics of future episodes that you would like us to cover at support at restoredminds.com. Thanks again for listening, and I look forward to connecting with you on the next episode.